0: It was an interesting car ride because, so we,
1: <laughs> did you fight on the way here? Cause we always we fight right before. we're yeah,
0: No, but there's a lot going on in our world right now. And Katie is super, super, super overwhelmed. And so it's like almost, it's like shutdown mode right there. So I'm like, okay, what, you know, what now it's not the best night to, to come and speak before an audience, but it's like, okay, this is, this is good. But it was it was me knowing the things that are helpful for her. Like, okay, we're going to unload the things that are in here that are so difficult on a piece of paper. I'm going to drop some things this week and next week that I think would be helpful for you. That, that takes out of my work. That some things that I could be doing or need to be doing. But it's kind of that tension of like, okay, where do you? What's and the need of the hour? Like and if I get to we... shut down
2: point, he's like, all right, like, you know, I got to yeah. drop some stuff. And I I feel like we, you know, I have to be the the example this week, but I mean, there's other times, when uh, he's, he's like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, I got this, like, don't go, don't come home. Like I got the kids, like I'm covering,
0: don't come home. Don't come home (laughs) home until you're better.
2: I I mean, you say like, go, go out with a friend. Like, you know, so I do think we know, we know now like the different things of when step in and okay, you're going into that, that red zone
3: please refrain from elbowing your partner (laughs) okay let's do this this is jeff i'm andre are you ready
1: i'm ready love or
3: work is anyone listening
1: no don't put that on the air
3: these two people are really really funny
1: this one made me cry
3: world series champion around the entire world nba all star we hope you love this interview as much as we did love or work Welcome to the Love Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. And we are here together asking the question, is it possible for both of us to be living out our purpose, stay in love and raise a healthy, very healthy family?
1: Yes. And this podcast today is a little different. It's a special one. Yeah, because we did a live. And in person. Yeah,
3: I guess podcast, but event. It was an event. We, it was Sold out.
1: invited anybody in the Atlanta area. We weren't sure if
3: anyone was going to come.
1: To come. Yeah. And some of you listeners came. It was so cool. I couldn't believe it.
3: There was like people that were like, yeah, we listen to every episode. It was like, whoa.
1: And I didn't know them, which was amazing.
3: That was pretty cool. It was was fun to see faces because we don't know who's listening.
1: We just sit up here in our own little world, looking at each other on our microphones. With
3: Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt's like, this is boring. I'm looking at you.
1: Uh, So it was very fun to see actual faces.
3: Well, and we did, it was the first time we kind of talked on the topic, which was kind of fun because you and I did a little banter at the beginning, sharing our story. Yes. And remember at the end of the banter, what happened? What? I don't remember. Yeah, this exact thing happened. Oh, I... when you, There I, was one stat you were supposed to share. <laughs> there there was only one stat. Of
1: course you bring up, like, the worst moment of my <laughs> worst moment of the night. Come on!
3: There was only one stat, and the exact thing that happened in this moment happened in front of 100 people. And
1: I went like this. Uh.
3: You went, uh... <laughs> I don't know. What was the stat I was supposed to share? But it was awesome. Did you did or- great. You really oh, did. Oh, but thank you. <laughs> Let's just bring up no, my... I, I was. I wanted to say, on the air, that that was a funny moment. But you were awesome in front of the crowd, and this is new for you. You don't do a lot of public speaking. I do a lot of it, but but I, you know, ahead of time, I was like, I wasn't sure if Andre was going to like it or not, or if you'd enjoy it or whatever. But you were awesome.
1: Oh, babe, you're so sweet,
3: and it was so fun. The crowd it was, was a fun. lot. The place was packed, and the energy in the room was out the roof which to me says one thing that this topic matters to people
1: yeah well that's why we're doing it so today though we get to hear the first interview that we did that night and it was is with Katie and Jared Bryant and they are the creators of the known project which is basically resources to know one another better and love deeply mm. and so their one of their newest books is called the well-known book it is the Marriage Edition, which I think is a really fun book to just instigate conversation. And we always, you know, Jeff, we always talk about date nights. Mm-hmm. And this would be a great book to buy and bring with you on a date night if you need some
3: help with some questions. Yeah, it'll fuel dates for a long, long time. And yeah. they, were, they were funny because uh, Katie is a lot more creative and yeah. Jared is a lot more structured Yes. Is that the right word to use? Or yes. he likes consistency. Stable, Stable. consistency, yeah. And uh, so there was some funny interactions those two had.
1: It was fun. And the then, right um, but basically, if you guys want to purchase that book, go to knownproject.com. It'll make your marriage better. Yeah. So here we go. Let's listen up into Katie. And, and wait,
3: wait. And what? and you can hear the crowd in this podcast, which, oh. which is kind of fun. So I want to introduce both of them and the crowd.
1: Oh, and the crowd. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) Katie and Jared, Brian.
3: And the crowd.
0: So, our love began to blossom. We're all young love blossoms in the UGA dining hall.
2: So truth be known, his love was for the chicken fingers and my love was for him. <laughs> um,
0: she did. We still debate about this. She pulled the sweater routine where I was coming out and she was coming or she was coming out. I was going in and she lost her sweater and it was getting late and she needed help finding it on North Campus. And so No, he,
2: that's not even the. All the right facts, <laughs> but no, I really did. I asked him to had a walk. Great we, walk. We had a great walk, and we talked. We but talked. we were friends for a long time before yeah. we started dating. We were almost too good of friends. We got to the point where it's like you're not mysterious or anything. <laughs> 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 you're <laughs> scratch and sniff, and you find the real thing. And so, anyway,
0: you know what you're getting. You at.
2: know what you're getting into. So we got married um, at pretty young, 21, 22. And, and every year we get older, we realize how young it was. (laughs) 100%
1: agree.
2: Yes. 15 years. 15 years. years. And two kids, right? Two kids. kids. And their ages? 11 and seven boys.
3: So talk a little bit about your work scenarios. Um, I think you're, you, you, outside of the GNOME project, we'll get to that in a second, but Mm -hmm. freelancer, creative, you work in a church or at different, talk about how that has played out in the past few
0: years. So Katie is a crazy... I imagine many of you are entrepreneurs as well. Um, I am not an entrepreneur, so to speak. Like we, I joke about this. She's a serial entrepreneur, so she, she wants to... You know, she finds one thing, and she's doing it incredibly well, and then she's already wanting to move on to the next thing. And she can do that really well, too, just because she's gifted. I, I want to find one thing and do it for the rest of my life. And that's... And that's yeah, it. Leave it at that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I, I found it and I'm, I'm done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that has looked like um, appreciating differences. Um, also, it looks like uh, not a lot of stability in terms of my world is, is constantly, well, once it gets boring, I want to jump to the next thing. So I'm, I'm learning as I'm trying to teach my kids to persevere. I also need to persevere. <laughs> um, but we have also done a lot of part-time makeshift things work, probably up until the last year. Yeah. So we were well into our 30s before we could both say full-time. So we've both been trying to make ends meet together. Yeah. Um, and peddling things and selling couches that we were <laughs> living on, and all sorts of weird, crazy stuff. But I love that. I think that's really exciting. He does not love that as much as I. <laughs> love so. Stability. Yeah. So, what made you
1: guys then lead into coming up with this idea for the Known Project?
0: Katie had always had these different ideas, um, from gosh, t-shirt designs to fickle flops. To there were just like all sorts of different different <laughs> ideas that developed. They were good. They. <laughs>
2: Switch it. Wait, just for the set record, they were flip flops where you could switch the Velcro Beautiful straps. Idea. Now Beautiful they came fun. out and they became big by somebody, and they sold them, and she did very well in 2006, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and this was in How 2004.
3: How many people have heard of these?
2: Oh, look at those women! Oh, <laughs> she got
0: that was some, our
2: idea. That was they mine. stole our money. Oh
0: my! God. <laughs> We, but the uh, the craft festival in Watkinsville, they loved it. They, they <laughs> <pull them out. laughs> but when we did the math at the end, it's like we just barely broke even, and it's like no labor. So,
2: so the known project, the known project, <laughs> still at the craft festival. Um, so the known project, we um, I have good ideas, I think. And um, but one of the ideas we had early on was we noticed that we would go out to eat with people, and we could ask questions the whole time. And maybe we we kind of commented, "Isn't it funny how sometimes no people won't ask you anything about yourself? Like people love to talk about themselves, um, but maybe what we what we picked up on probably from studying our own families is that we didn't learn that." maybe from our um, families of origin and no knock on actually my parents do ask great questions, but I think as a culture, that's not, maybe we're busy and we're on our phones or um, we just don't, we don't, the emotional intelligence piece isn't there as much. Mm -hmm. And so we saw that there was a need to help people engage in conversations. So you go online and you find icebreakers and you do all these things. Well, I guess 2007, the end of fickle flops, um, (laughs) I ended up, we had all these questions and I printed them out and I went to Michael's because I'm a little crafter and I made this little little set and then I give it to all my married friends when they got married. And then um, fast forward to retreats, we bring them on retreats and people start engaging. And then 2014, I listened to a Seth Godin podcast and Seth said, um, what is it that you have... What is, what is one thing people ask you for over and over? So mm-hmm. something that you do or make or give or whatever. And I thought, oh, level jumpers, which is what it was called, level jumpers, which is cheesy because everything always starts out cheesy for me. Um, and so we had this whole – I said, Jared, I came home, and he knows. I'll say, I have an idea.
0: I've got an idea.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> like, And, you like, <laughs> <cringe>. <laughs> and that's <laughs> So I was like, no, oh, no. wait, wait, wait. So, okay.
0: I've learned, I've learned like poker face, poker face, just I know.
2: listen. Hang I want Smile,
0: face. affirm, I you are amazing. I literally don't know anything that you're talking about, I, but <laughs>
3: I, it doesn't come right. But I will say in that, we're going to yeah, get back to the known yeah. project, but how, how do you guys deal with those moments? Oh, Oh, man. Gosh.
2: So Jared actually just did it. He has a sigh that he does. <laughs> so he'll go, and I'll, and I'll I'm a say, four
0: on the Enneagram, too, if you're familiar. Thank you. So we're like everlasting sires. It's like.
2: Uh. Anyway, but, but what we've learned, so I would say, um, when I say I have an idea, you kind of make this face or you do a laugh, like, oh, gosh. You know, and I'm like, that laugh means shut down, like, whatever. Like, your laugh shuts me down. And so he's like, oh, gosh. And then he starts noticing he's doing this laugh and we kind of monitor, and really that's been number one is starting to monitor the things where we start to notice, yeah, I do that. So what, how has that worked out? Yeah,
0: I, I think it's, it's, it ties into a lot of everything of, of, of our relationship and work, of just communication of, of growing and being able to be open and honest and helpful ways. Um, even, this might be jumping ahead, but even um, even going to counseling on a regular basis, just as a couple, and I think we have a good relationship but just we've noticed that we just need help drawing those things out because we've missed each other so many different times. And um, and I need coaching to love her better and to grow in that. And so that's been that's been a good opportunity for growth. So, so you just, put a
1: poker face
3: on now.
0: <laughs> you like so well, and you it, joke about it, it.
3: And you joke about it, but you also know that she's creative. Yes. And you don't you don't want to stifle that, right? No,
0: and it, there's been a tension in me too of one of um, one of the things I want to do for her as a husband is give her lots of space where she can flourish because she is very gifted and her things the things that she's doing is blessing a lot of people and is doing a lot of good. But I also have this secret love for stability that it's I don't want to do a kickstart. <laughs> I don't want to do a Kickstarter. I don't want to borrow money. I don't want to you know be late night. Doing- it's like okay, so how do I? you know how do i there's new opportunities for me to love and to risk for someone that i care about and it stretches muscles that i don't like to be stretched mm. Mm. um but it's it's good for me
2: so the gnome project so i say no no we should do this well h- how would you do that so we finally instead of me going to Michaels and Hobby Lobby and all that stuff we come up with a little book And it's five levels. It's just like my level jumpers. But originally, we thought it would be leather, and it would be embossed, and it was (laughs) going to be so amazing. And then we find out how much things cost. (laughs) And they're like, you can do this binding. Anyway. We wanted
0: somebody to buy the book and for there to be a little bit of a margin on it.
2: Yeah. We we, we needed people to be able to buy it. So anyway, so we came up with this in 2016, and it was our first book of questions for the Known Project called Well Known. The idea that... um, you love people by knowing them. And so you can't love somebody you don't know. And to grow in your love for someone means you need to engage in knowing them deeper and continually, constantly, that you're changing all the time. Um, so that was the first book. And then The Known Project, we knew that we wanted, we had other things. We started to dream together. This was really sweet because he's stable. And I mean, I'm not unstable, but that, I say that that's... <laughs>
3: I
0: didn't
2: say. It. He it's say amazing. It.
3: <laughs> it, it is amazing. Sometimes the counseling we go through in these interviews and the things Sorry. that come. Yes. up.
2: <laughs> we'll pay you afterwards. Uh, but we did realize when we started to dream together. What if we had resources? What mm. what would we want to do? What what is the change we want to see in the world? Mm. And we just started dreaming. What would we, what would be exciting for both of us? Um, and we just started listing out all the things, all the big dreams that we had together, and said, "Okay." What if we sold some books and could make those dreams happen? And so we just came up with a list of things that we wanted to be about as a couple, as a family, and we, a legacy we wanted to leave. And this became the vehicle that we could dream through. Mm-hmm. So we have a marriage one that we just came out with. We have an Enneagram one. Um, and they're all just resources we keep on our table and hopefully to, even in the culture of our home, to teach our kids how to engage so that it won't be weird and that they will know that's how you get to, that's how you love people.
3: Can you tell... At dinner, you guys are telling us a little bit about taking it to your family. Yeah. Could you share that story, a little... Or a version of it?
0: Yeah. So, um, this is on the internet, right? Yeah. (laughs) We can take it off. There's there's an editing, but I thought it was really cool. No, so her family is very talkative and very... Oh, gosh. Mom, I love you so much. Dad, I love you so much. Um, Just... Conversations don't go there. Like the well, this how this book works. Even is there's there's five levels, and it starts off with surface talk, um, give you some kind of training wheels, and then it goes deeper. Some things about your past, some th- future hopes, present anxieties, and then the level five is kind of just deepest, pre- like the deepest things about you, um, and my family probably lives at that level one and so it was a it was a real fun experience to begin to go a little bit deeper and to hear stories that you just never heard before and these people that are closest to me in the world there's so much you don't know about them and it was just a really it was a really eye-opening experience for for me personally in a special way it made me want to do that more um, and to give that gift to others. Some people go on dates, and th- in their
3: mind, they think a date is going to a movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nothing against that. I'm not saying, like, that's a... We go to movies. F- we go to movies. But I do think there's something really powerful when you... I was talking about it earlier. You're making fun of me asking questions to you. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when you can actually get each other talking and dreaming together. And that, it seems like that's kind of the root of this, this thing from the marriage standpoint. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we figured out pretty quickly that our, our marriage could not sustain Scrabble. Like, we, we would fight too much. And
2: we, played, <laughs> we played a lot of Scrabble. That's what it means, literal literal like we, Scrabble. We, we
0: played Scrabble, and it was like our marriage is, like, breaking because...
2: We're fighting. Because <laughs> would, would make get, up she words. Would, she would make
0: up words, and, I would, and she hated when I was like, oh, I'll give that to you. It's so
2: oh. like, ooh, I know,
0: oh, I know, I know. I've grown. I've, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. So it has provided new... Bonding. Some new bonding for us. It's good.
1: So since you started this and have been working together on this project, what is something you wish you would have known before you started it?
0: I think it's hard, this idea that you can do everything. You asked a good question, like, can we, can we do these things and do them well? And I think the answer is yes, but I think there's a big, like, asterisk beside it of of how to balance everything. Like I look out and I'm sure you're all wonderful people to get to know, but me being here tonight means I'm not playing basketball with my son in the driveway and I'm not reading to my youngest son's stories and tucking him in. And so there's just, there's an illusion I think that things don't come with a cost. And I think one of the things we all have to face is that cost of like, okay, I. I wanna be a really good husband and we wanna be really good parents and we want to do really good work through our work, but there's only so much of us to go around. And I think we're we're learning that. So even future things we would love to do, there's there's a there's a pull and a tension there that's it's not a problem necessarily I mean it's 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 but an it's opportunity, real. but it's real. Yeah. You know, they, they, they tug on each other and that can be really, it's been hard for us to figure that out. Um,
2: And a lot of times you don't know that until you don't know all the costs. It's kind of like double the work and half the profit and would you still do it? That type of thing. Mm
0: -hmm. It's meant we've had, we have to fight that much harder to stay connected or to pursue connection, to talk, um, to keep close accounts. Hmm. So that's something I wish. I don't know, maybe someone would have just helped me see a little bit earlier on.
3: That's good. So if someone else was in that tension right now, what advice would you give them?
0: I don't live giving advice. I love asking more questions. So probably ask them some more questions. <laughs> I would sell them my question book.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For 1999, you too. <laughs> just kidding. Huh? <laughs> So, yeah, but maybe there is a question. Maybe there's a question that, that you can encourage a couple to have yeah. that they are not having that conversation today.
0: Sometimes I think for our relationship, it's easy to lose sight of the simple act of loving someone. So I think we can get lost in our dreams or different things like that. And it's like, okay, what do I need to do today um, to love this my closest neighbor and to love my kids so that might, that might be something just kind of focusing as much as you can on the specific, on the tangible, on the, what is immediately before me, because I was, I would imagine many here want, you know, you love living in, in distant future. That's beautiful and optimistic and, and great full of possibility. But there's also, I, I run into this daily reality of, okay, what am I going to do today?
3: The, the, the story you painted was interesting because both opportunities are good, mm-hmm. right? And I think yeah. I think more and more we're getting more good opportunities that we have to choose between. Yeah. And, and so you're like, oh, I could go to this event and teach people about things I've learned, about questions, about marriage, about these, which is a good thing. And you yeah. painted this other picture of, yeah. you know, you're, you could be shooting baskets with your son. It's like, how do you even process what is better? Right? And
2: I think one of the um, essentialism, that book, mm-hmm. I love that book, but one phrase that he used was "right thing at the right, in the right way at the right time." So, right thing, right way, right time, and that has really stuck with me. That there are things I'll go, "Oh, that is that feels really right. Um, feels like the right thing. It's the way it's done, but not now." Um, and I, I am not by nature uh super confident, I would I would go, What do you think? What do you think? Um but I'm learning that I do have a gut that will tell me and I know you you know like mm, not now, you know. And so there's so many things. We had this offer to do uh, um as seen on TV for our books. Uh, you guys are I don't, know how uh, that works. Yeah, I don't know if that's an that's not really an offer, but I'm
0: like it's not a soccer or-
2: Um, anyway, but but you get these, you know, uh, oh, you can make this commercial for your books. And and not that I would be a great SEO TV person, but um, there's all these kind of things that come up and you're always trying to weigh out. Is this the right thing? And and a lot of that has to do with how are we doing? You know, how is he doing? How are my kids? What are the needs of the hour? And is this a good time? Yeah. You know, and in some ways, you know there's never a perfect time, but you do know there's better times than others yeah. <laughs> uh, for conversations. Oh, that's another thing. We don't have conversations after like nine o'clock. So we don't have well, any I mean, we'd say hi yeah, and talk, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> we will not go into like hard,
0: life-changing financial decisions. We won't go into anything big. So
2: we would never talk about these questions after nine o'clock.
0: I will I will say because... <laughs>
2: Because uh, both of us get negative, um, and we've learned enough about the brain to know that we're, we don't have energy to deal. Know, like we're shutting down. We're shutting down. So, of course, everything seems really bleak and why all breakups happen after 9 o'clock. Uh, there's a reason why kids don't need to talk on the phone to their little boyfriend in seventh grade. <laughs> one,
0: maybe, like, one small example is, like, so coming here tonight, like, we come in. Um, it was an interesting car ride. because So we... <laughs>
1: Did you fight on the way here? Because we always we fight right before we're yeah
0: out. no, but there's a lot going on in our world right now, and Katie is super 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 overwhelmed, and so it's like almost it's like shutdown mode right there. So I'm like, okay, what, you know what? Now it's not the best night to to come and speak before an audience, but it's like okay, this is this is good. But it was it was me knowing the things that are helpful for her like, okay, we're gonna unload the things that are in here that are so difficult on a piece of paper. I'm gonna drop some things this week and next week that I think would be helpful for you that, that takes out of my work that some things that I could be doing or need to be doing, but it's kind of that tension of like okay, where do you what's and the need knows of the hour like and if I get to we... shut
2: down point, he's like, all right, like you know I gotta yeah. drop some stuff and i I feel like we you know. I have to be the the example this week, but I mean, there's other times when uh, he is, saying, he's did, he's like I'm overwhelmed. I'm like I got this. Like d- don't go, don't come home. Like I got the kids. Don't come, like I'm don't covering. Come home.
0: Don't, come home. don't come home. Don't come home until you're better.
2: I, I mean, you say like go go out with a friend, like you know. So I do think we know we know now like the different things of when step in and okay, you're going into that that. Red zone.
3: Please refrain from elbowing your partner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, the final question. So, do you think it is possible to both be living out your purpose, stay in love, and raise a healthy family?
2: Okay, I've thought a lot about this because I listened to the podcast so much. I binged yesterday. I binged like six hours. (laughs) So, I have thought a lot about this. Um, and what I kept thinking about, well, two things. The first thing was that, yes, if you're willing to do it imperfectly, and I think if you're willing to do it imperfectly and keep doing it imperfectly, um, and you get up and try again, cause it's not about perfection, but direction. And I'm sure I took that from somebody, but it's about the direction you're heading in. And if you're going to be about perfection and this is a, and you're going to evaluate, oh, we're failing at this, then that will defeat you. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do this job the way I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't do parenting this year the way I wanted to do it. But if it's not about evaluations constantly, but what direction are we going in? And we are constantly encouraged that no, we're not doing this perfectly. Um, and there's a lot of, especially in the parenting world. But what direction are we moving in? Um, and that gives us a lot of courage to keep doing it. And, yeah, we can keep working in this direction because we are learning as we go. Um, the other thing is I heard this. Some A woman shared this with me that juggling life and work and marriage and kids is like, um, I don't know, juggling balls up in the air. And that some balls, you have to know what the balls are made of, and that some balls are glass and some balls um, are rubber and will bounce. And you need to know which ones are going to – when they fall, that they're going to break and which ones bounce back. And I think knowing that marriage and family, that is a glass ball. Um, and my work, it's going to bounce. You know, my work will bounce. But a lot of times we treat marriage and family like it bounces. And it just doesn't bounce as as quickly as you hope. Um, and so when you know the nature of what you're dealing with, that your work in a lot of ways – um, there are so many opportunities to, to fix and to redo and recreate. This is a hard thing to fix and redo and recreate. So this is precious. Preach it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to beat that. I, oh, I'll take her answer. That was great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take three questions from the audience, and we're going to repeat the questions so we have it uh, recorded. So anyone have a question?
1: What does it look like for each of you yes. to apologize? Yes.
0: So I, I spent time working at a private counseling office as a counselor, and so try to practice what I preach. And and the things that I try to do myself are to fully acknowledge what I've done, um, to not minimize, to not blame shift, to not try to excuse to fully own it and acknowledge even the hurt that's there of trying to get myself into her shoes into what is her experience, how might she have experienced that? So I want to, I want to feel that with her and then I want to apologize for, her and then I want to ask for forgiveness. I think there's something powerful that happens when forgiveness is asked for and when it's an extended. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way, but
2: mine is much less thought out. Um, I think I just say I'm sorry. Um, I think you have
0: less to apologize for, though. (laughs) So,
2: Um, no, but I think I'm sorry, and and not but I'm sorry, but, and also the part about do you forgive me? We really tried to growing up, or I just it would be weird if someone said yes, I forgive you. Uh, We I would always say no, it's okay, no, it's okay. But with our kids, we realized if there's a wrong done, then you need to acknowledge the wrong and then ask for forgiveness and then respond if you do forgive. So our, our kids, one of, one of them might say, no, it's fine. It's fine. We say, no, no, that wasn't fine that he hit you. <laughs> um, you say, I forgive you if you do forgive him. And so there's something almost a little bit righteous about that that you can kind of come off like, wow, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't really think I did something wrong. But when you say, I forgive you, you're like, oh, I really did hurt you. So I don't know. There's something powerful, the weight of words, yeah. and using words to mean something. Um, I was wondering if you guys have a favorite question you like to ask people. Do
1: you have a favorite question you like to ask people? Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was a question in there about sex, the and <laughs> I wasn't going to ask it tonight. That was in the marriage but edition. That was, that was
2: Jared's edition. questions. He went for no, those. that's because I work with... Couples
0: before marriage, after marriage, and it's like, man.
2: No, I I really enjoy, this is, mine would be the stupid, I mean, this is so silly, but I ask everybody in my family what they would want on their customized socks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I love
0: this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I really, I think it's because, you We did fight
0: over this question. (laughs) He
2: did not want this question in the book. And he was like, that's the dumbest thing. So if you think it's dumb, you're not alone. Like he does, anyway. But I love that, and I actually, I because there is a company that you can order socks from with customized. So what I think is, I save all this information, so that everybody can have customized socks. Should we talk? That after? is
0: what everybody needs. Everybody the needs. World. The world will be a better place. All right, one more question.
1: How has your relationship evolved when you first started working together yeah. to now? It's,
0: it's evolved a lot over time because when we got married, we were very young, and I was very immature. Um, so I feel like we've grown a lot.
2: But specifically with work? Is that what you're... For
0: this project.
2: For this project. Um, I think being able to trust... There's things that I we have decided probably we should probably talk about this but
0: there's <laughs> On areas a podcast is being recorded uh,
2: there's <laughs> this, into the internet this is, this is there's I'm areas wondering. there's <laughs> there's areas to trust each other more with yeah. and i think there's certain areas where i go okay in the past his caution with certain things that that was wisdom um and there's certain things where he's like you go like we need to run with your energy now like don't wait for perfect just go and so mm-hmm. also big shout out. I have figured out, um, over the past year in this, that, um, through some stuff with my son and me that, um, I have struggled with ADHD my whole life, but would never known the words for it, except now I have a child who I see it in and we've been getting help for that. And so just a, uh, Working together, you realize things about yourself that you're like, why am I so all over the place and why can't I sit still and all these things. And we have um, through this relationship, I have figured out stuff about myself and then gotten a lot of help and resources about it. So I feel like this is a person that's standing before you and you're like, oh, wait, everybody's not just like me. And then I go, "Oh my gosh, you can follow one idea through all the way till the end." I can. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> Um, and then he's able to say, "I love that about you." You know, something that I've like beat myself up my whole life yeah, about. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "This is so wonderful about you." So that's and that's only through working together. So that's been really sweet. Let's thank, thank
3: this couple for joining us on a thank you so much. And Now it's time for the breakdown.
1: Yes, so we did not do the breakdown live. No,
3: we are back in studio.
1: Yes, because... Debriefing this. Well, instead of the breakdown, we took questions from the audience. We did. So we kind of changed it up for the live event. But now we get to break it down.
3: Right, and it was kind of cool because you guys got to hear some of the questions also as part of this.
1: Yeah. So So
3: for the breakdown, what's, what's the first thing you learned from Katie and Jared Bryant?
1: I really loved what she said about if you're... Um, just that if you're okay to do all of this, you know, love, work, family, all of it, um, as long as you're okay with doing it imperfectly. Mm. And for me as a recovering perfectionist, I really resonated with that and just being okay with the imperfections of it and not feeling like I have to be getting a pluses in every category because that's what I always think about.
3: I don't think I ever got an A plus in school.
1: You guys, that was like my life mission. So mm. this is horrible. I mean it's I mean that's who I used to be. It's not anymore. Mm-hmm. But I would give us like right now we had such a crazy week. I would give like our um home basically. I was leaving the house today. We're like at a D minus. Yeah, I
3: was thinking a B plus.
1: Our house is a disaster.
3: That is funny because <laughs> so you just every- gotta
1: let some things go. Yeah. When you're trying to move forward in the other positive areas.
3: <laughs> so I have a quote from Jared. He said, there is an illusion that things don't come at a cost. Mm, There's yeah. an illusion that things don't come at a cost. And he was talking about the story about even being with us that night. Like the choice was he could either be here teaching us and sharing that night with everyone. Or be home or, with his kids. Pl- yeah. yeah. Playing basketball with his son. And man, that I was kind of like, I felt, honestly, I felt a little bad. I was like, maybe we shouldn't have invited him. Like, I felt like as a uh, person like in we it. we
1: were pulling him away from what from, they should be doing. Yeah, from something important.
3: It was kind of an interesting moment. And he wasn't like, I, I don't think he said that because he's mad at me. He was he made the choice to be there. But I was like, there's something the real about dilemma. that. It's the constant yeah.
1: question, right? Like, right. if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to something else. Mm. So, and I think that's the hard tension that we all feel every day.
3: Yeah. You have one other example that Katie was talking about too. I did
1: love, you know, when she talked about the analogy of like juggling and some balls being more sensitive. (laughs) I knew you were going to do this. I am not doing anything. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. What? Okay. So, but the glass I am not doing,
3: (laughs) what, are we 12 right now? (laughs) So seriously, she had a great story. We made eye contact at a really funny We can laugh at little things like this. But at at the core of the idea, it's that some things are um, more fragile than other things. Right. And we have to actually define those things and say, hey, family, if you look at family like glass and it drops – then it's going to shatter and it's done.
1: Right. Well, family and, and marriage are way harder to repair than like how she was talking about than work. Remember? Yes. She was saying how yes. work is that, that bounces right back. Right. And, um, and that's not so easy. And I think anybody who's in a hard place in their relationship right now with their partner can know that it, It's not easy repairing hurt and fixing things, and that is so much work, you know. Yeah. And um, so I think that was a really, really valid point that she made. It was.
3: They were awesome. Uh, Like secretly, what was what was funny about this whole thing was before we went to dinner with them. One of them was like Jared was a lot quieter, but then he got in front of the people and he lit up. And I was like, whoa, where where did this come from? It was awesome. It was great. Um, they
1: are amazing. And awesome we hope people. that you will check out their project and purchase their
3: stuff. Knownproject.com. Yep. And share something you learned today on Love at Loverwork on Instagram. Tag us or use the hashtag loverwork. Man, we want to hear what you are learning. How are we going to know unless you tell us? Yes. Exactly. So come on, tag us. Share it. Reach out to us. We want to talk. We want to know what you're learning. We want to be on this journey with you. Uh, Man, this is another great episode of Love Work. It was so fun having the crowd there. The crowd.
1: The crowd, guys. You heard the crowd. All right. We have another
3: episode just like this that we're going to share next week. So stay tuned. Can't wait to see it soon.
2: This episode was produced by DJ Oak Diggy for Soul Graffiti Productions.